from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Welcome back to the revolution. I am fired up. And guess who else is fired up? Me. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. Are you fired up because Rebecca's not here? Yes. It really, I, I'm serious. We're going to be right. Today. This is getting ridiculous. This is getting <laughs> ridiculous. She's dodging me. Yes. She's dodging me, which is fine because I'm dodging her. <laughs> so what we both ought to do is just quit the podcast and let you do it. Yeah. I mean, that's what the fans have been asking for for a while. <laughs> the ones that you leave awake <laughs> uh, with your monotone. Yes. You got a good voice. There's no doubt about that. He's got a sexy radio voice. Well, we are back. And uh, this time, I'm not faking excitement. Yeah. Even though we are in the doldrums of the quote unquote off season. We did have a tournament this week. We had multiple a, tournaments. A real tournament. Can you guess? Well, let's let the audience guess. Call in if you can guess why I'm so <laughs> fired up. Do you think? Don't say it out loud. Keep them, <laughs> keep them in suspense. Because right. you imagine why I'm so excited about tennis right now. I have some ideas, but I... Give me a hint on what you think it is, and I'll give you the old up or down <laughs> sign. Well, I don't think it's because of who just played each other. No. Because that's happened a lot this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, no. no and, and that was predictable. Right, exactly. But, but leading up to it wasn't. Yeah. So you're talking about that Roger and uh, Nadal kind of played today, but yeah. today if you're in China. <laughs> so I'm so confused on what year it is when I try to look on the uh, on my phone and I'm comparing what time it is and I, and I go to my world clock on my trusty iPhone <laughs> and it says tomorrow 12. Or, I'm like, what? Well, I, I actually a- watched it live, so I might fall asleep during this podcast. So the uh, the iPhone is a time machine, is yes. what you're, basically what I figured out. No, so um, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's uh, yeah, that's a tough tough ass. But listen, what do we bitch about all the time? There's no live tennis on TV. Right. Well, guess what? <laughs> There's live tennis on TV. Yeah, it's just at you know two in the morning, which it I, was on the, at least a Saturday night or Sunday morning. So it's better than a weekday. But yeah, but still no reason to watch it live because tennis doesn't really get ruined that often. In a minor tournament, a Grand Slam it might. Oh, you mean like walking around trying to dodge right. scores? <laughs> you mean the popularity of tennis isn't so great that people are just clamoring about who yeah. beat who and what tournament? Yeah. I think Federer could walk down the street uh, in a lot of parts of America and be fine. No. Maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Federer's different. Maybe anyone else outside <laughs> right. the top two. Yeah. Well, but true. he's like... They've I mean, been around for so long. He's like a Ronaldo type, type of person. He's famous... Huge famous all over the world. Not Michael Jordan right. famous. If Jack Sox walking around, nobody's stopping him. Maybe. <laughs> Unless it's at and a it's, mixed doubles tournament. It's not Battle <laughs> All mixed doubles fans <laughs> know Jack Sox. They're, they're the hero it's, of... Uh, and it's not Battle of Sexes. We already talked about that last week. So that can't be what you're excited about. No. Well, let's... Well, don't get me off the topic of the Federer <laughs> Nadal. Listen, so Federer Nadal played in a final. Right. Weird. For the fifth time. Hey, my God, we're for the 900th time <laughs> career. Um, and why is that? Because this era is the weakest era in the history of men's tennis. <laughs> so, so of course, here for this. they are playing each other in the finals. Who else would possibly play? Um, no, no, but I think I found the secret on Americans liking tennis. Yeah. How about good tennis on both sides of the net? How about that? Yeah, that would be I nice. got a novel concept for you. <laughs> How about... A high level of tennis on both sides of the net. Yes. Where every point is a nail biter. Every point is a battle to the death. And they're coming up with good shots, great shots. Um, and it's uh, and it's exciting, edge of your seat tennis. How about that? And contrasting styles of play. To some degree. Yeah. Sure. Sure. How about that? Yeah. And then you see, oh, so what I'm talking about basically is in the semifinal, um, uh, and we're talking about uh, Shanghai. Yes. I can pronounce the city in China. <laughs> Jing, Jing. Um, what was that tournament again? Jingzhou. Jingzhou. Uh, Wengdu. There was a Wengdu sighting, <laughs> and I thought that was um, Samuel Jackson as a Mesa Windu. I didn't know. I thought it was a Jedi right. tournament. Jedi Masters. But it's a Ro- Shanghai is a Rolex Masters. Yes. Again. Which I, I don't understand the Masters Out, in October. Yeah, but. it's like it's literally like having the AOC Championship three months after the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
I really thought that the Masters were pretty much over for this year, and there's still another one coming, I think, before the year end. Oh, my God. I think Paris has one right before the year end, don't they? Do they? I don't know. They have an indoor Masters. I've given up. I can't keep up, but, I mean, I guess I I was excited to see them play just because I thought if anybody could maybe slow Federer down, it would be Nadal, but. Boy, (laughs) did he not. Yeah. That yeah, that wasn't good. Well, and what I what I thought was crazy. Well, he's beaten him five times in a row now, and his record against it all is still fifteen and twenty three. Which is so he's got to beat him eight more times. In so a row he's the greatest player in the <laughs> history of the. Right. Game. I think Sampras <laughs> has a losing record against one player, and I think it's zero and one. You know they they did an article a few years ago, and it was Serena. The article was every loss Serena's ever had, like uh, described like her record against every player basically and she had a losing record against i think eight players but almost all of them were zero and one right this is a one-off right for whatever reason maybe i'm having a baby whatever no she wins grand slams yeah. when she's having babies <laughs> yeah she's about to um but yeah no that's always been my biggest argument against federer being the best of all time is how can you have a losing owned. record against owned your, against your contemporary owned well i think that's why he's not playing clay anymore that nadal is the only reason he's not playing clay in my opinion well, he should just play all the way up to the finals and then pull a hamstring. <laughs> and I'm doing air quotes. But by they the way, still count that as a loss, actually. All right, then default pull, one round before. Pull a hamstring. Yeah, get <laughs> up. Semi. You know, six four, five two forty love <laughs> in the semis against team or somebody. And then yeah, take it next gen that. Well, yeah, there's a rumor that that's what happened in the open. That's why he didn't want to play it at all. Oh no, that's not. There's no way. <laughs> there's he no possible. He had no chance. Nah, no. Uh, I can't imagine that. No, that's that's even less likely than them throwing the right. Labor Cup um, <laughs> matches and doing all that. Um, all right, you threw me off track again. What was I getting at? I'm good at that. Something you're excited about with tennis? Yeah, I think both semifinals were a high quality. Yeah, uh, I think Chilich and Nadal was really fantastic, and then even uh, Juan Martin. Um, I'm glad to see him finally going deep in tournaments consistently. Well, he, damn it, man. That guy, what is he doing? Does he play on roller skates? Good <laughs> God almighty. He fell down, almost broke his his wrist. Um, yeah, he was struggling. He didn't really hit yeah. any more tops and backhands that match, I don't think. And then, um, no, no, no. That was the, that was the match before, wasn't it? I didn't see uh, what you're talking about about him falling, but... But he gets in streaks where he doesn't hit tops and backhands, and it's amazing where his backhand is that much weaker than his forehand, and he still dominates. Right, ninety-five percent of the players. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so some good tennis. Gasquet played Roger. Yeah, and that was a really close match. That that was a. Me. Does it? I told you, man. Gasquet oh, that's right. brings. That's your. That's your uh, other heat. And and you know what? That when I think about which players do I, you know, I'm really fond of. I, I think it's such a cliche that everybody's a Roger fan. Of oh, course they are. He's the greatest ever. Blah 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 blah. And every and everybody um, sees his matches, right? Because you know, whatever. I, I don't know what I don't know how TV works in other countries. Do they have TV in other countries? <laughs> I think Maybe. It's, no. They call it telly or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, I think what you're saying is Gasquet is one of the few people that goes in the match, and you don't feel like he's defeated before the match starts. You don't. Which a lot of these people go in with Federer, and it's like, okay, well, this is over. We don't even need to watch it or play a set. Right. To figure out if they have a chance, they lose 6-4, yeah. and, and, and then it's a, a tank job after, even if it's not on purpose. Right. Uh, they just fall apart. And so, um, yeah, so anywho, so... I don't, not like Curious walking off the court after a set? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, and, and here's what's funny. You contrast you contrast that. So Kyrgios, um loses a set... But prior, I didn't hear it or see it. But prior to losing that set, at some point he uttered, or is is supposedly uttered, you know, if I, if I lose this set, I'm out. Basically, right. I'm paraphrasing. Peace. Um, well, and if you have a stomach bug, it shouldn't matter if you lose or win the set. Right. You're either sick or you're not sick. Right. Exactly. So anyway, so yeah, so he, so he uh, lost the set, and uh, true to his word. <laughs> He's walked over the net right. and said, peace, I'm out. Um, and I hope he gets heavily fined for it. I don't know if he did or not. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen, but I'm sure he's going to. Um, but you contrast that nonsense. Uh, and again, I mean, it's not like that's surprising. Right. Um, 
I know it's kind of funny that it's a news story because like how many times do you have to do it before it's not news anymore? Yeah, so that's not surprising. Um, but before I watch some of these tournaments in some of the high level of competition, it's like nothing was really grabbing me in terms of grab my attention. Yes. You <laughs> answer yourself. Uh, you know, because you watch Federer Nadal just roll through, you know, like right. like he rolled through the French. He yeah. rolled through, you know. No, they had to battle several matches in this tournament. Right. So you see that and you get sort of reinvigorated. You get re-fired up about tennis and like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is, you know, one-on-one competition. This is gladiator style without right. getting punched in the face. Um, you know, and this is what it's about. Two players, men or women, um, going up against each other, fa- you know, facing off, blah, blah, blah. And then you see it, that's exciting. That draws you in and that reinvigorates you about tennis. And then you see this idiot and you realize, <laughs> wait a second, two months ago, was I talking about maybe tennis needs that right. kind of excitement, having that kind <laughs> of character? What an asshole. I'm such an asshole. Well, he has to at least be on the court to be exciting. <laughs> well, listen, everybody keeps saying how supremely talented is. Who cares? Right. Who cares? If if I could run a 4-240, but I never got out of my easy chair, what does it matter? <laughs> right. I mean, I don't care how physically talented it is. Guess what? Part of this game, a good portion of this game, is controlling your emotions. And obviously, he can't figure out how to do He's still a child. He's still acting like a child. Well, if you give him, you know, Ferrer's work ethic or determination, he's number one in the world, you know, winning three Grand Slams a year. Maybe. But he's not nowhere near that. Maybe. <laughs> because he, because part of that mentality would have to also be being more conservative on right. the court. Right. And I don't know if those things go hand in hand. I don't know if that he's a nutbag uh, in his brain, and which is why his, his game is so exciting. You well, know? yeah, maybe he won't have those flashes, positive or negative is what you're saying, I think. Yeah, he, he that'd be good right he need, he needs less flashes right of brilliance and less flashes of idiocy well it's the same with monfi forever you know monfi that he's on every highlight reel for every yeah but shot he, thing. that's different though he's not a punk right. curios is yeah. a punk and i wouldn't say that to his face because he kicked my ass <laughs> he's an elite athlete and he's 20 years younger than me right so um well but, monfi did tank that match against djokovic but yeah i mean curios has done it several times now right uh, I, I do think that uh, they are suffering from the same emotional control issues. I just think Nick Kyrgios also has a, a way higher degree of immaturity. Yeah. Because uh, he's he's a child. I mean, it's like playing a boys' 12. It's watching a boys' 12 tournament. He's having a tenter, temper tantrum yelling at his mom on the side. You know, well, I mean, not actually. But. <laughs> and one of my friends told me that he's just in tennis for the money. And I said, if he's playing for the money, he's doing a terrible job. because He loses first round every tournament. Yeah. You can't lose to Steve Johnson in the first round of a thousand right. level, you know, masters and you got to win a couple grand slams. Then you can return. Now to be fair, he didn't, money. you know, he didn't work a 40 hour week to earn that money. Right. You know, I mean, not that he doesn't train, of course I'm not, don't, don't, please don't get me started. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah. So anywho, so Shanghai. So let me ask you this. Do you, do you root for, Better at all in the finals for that to happen. Yeah. Hmm. No, I don't. I don't either. I don't root against it either. Yeah. I root. It. It reminded me of th- this tournament and all, a lot of the good matches. Reminded me of I oftentimes, particularly with not not a bunch of Americans, they all suck. Not having a real reason to pull for anybody. Right. I do root for potential matchups yeah you know i do want to see and close matches obviously and well not just close matches because you could have isner and query right right <laughs> a seven, snooze six, seven, fest six. right they might as well just go to the, they should just play two out of three tie breaks <laughs> right and be done with it um but no i i do root for a high level high quality tennis because i want to see these players at their best right because they're supposed to be the best in the world at what they do yeah um, not ever, but just in the world <laughs> at the current time. I, I, that's one thing I can't argue. The Nadal and Federer are the best in the world right, right now. Right. They've got that going for them, which is nice. Well, and even today, I've, I was thinking about it, and Federer's had such an amazing year. He hasn't played Djokovic or Murray once this year. I don't think. If he did, it was really early in the year. Yeah. Because they've been injured and right. losing early. Or losing early. So, I mean, I'm not discounting his year. I'm just saying it'll be interesting when those guys come back if he can still... You know, dominate those two guys. He's kind of dominated Murray 
a lot, but Djokovic, he's definitely not dominated. Well, there, that's another nail in your coffin, sir. Oh, yeah. If they come back and they're the only ones that can compete with those two. Right. And so it's four again. You know, it's the big four again instead of the, you know, the big two. Which is exactly why I don't root for Federer at all. I'm like, I've seen Federer at all enough. Well, put it this way. I want the best players to win tournaments. I don't want Kyrgios to flame out in the first round because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, Because I want to see him play at his peak potential. Maybe that part part of me is being a coach and, and you know, wanting that, you know, because ultimately winning and losing isn't in your control. Right. Right. I mean, playing your best possible capabilities and making the best decisions on the court and so on and so forth. Um, and then whoever wins, wins. Right. But you can't ever find out who the best player is if they both play that crap or quit or, <laughs> you know. Well, and I just, uh, you know, I think with Federer and all playing each other a lot this year, you know, I've seen it. I'm ready for uh, under the matchup. You know, just for variety, I think that's kind of what's happened in tennis the last several years. If you're not a fan of the Big Four, it's hard to be a fan of tennis because every tournament is the Big Four. Right, right. Which, you know what? It, it's not their fault, obviously. Right. No, no, It's everybody else's fault. Yeah. Literally. I mean, yeah, literally, yeah. it's the rest of the world's fault. It's funny because, you know, part of the reason we have this podcast is because tennis doesn't get enough love in this country. And guess what? Rightfully so, because not enough people play right. it. But... Um, talking to some people in other places, uh, tennis is struggling other places. Yeah. It's, and you know, I, listen, I think I know the answers, this podcast, obviously <laughs> spread the word out there. Right. People call in, um, spread the word out there because, you know, we're trying to make, you know, make, uh, tennis get, great again. Make, oh my God, <laughs> we're trying to give, you know, give, uh, you know, a, uh, an avenue through which we can have, you know, talk right. about tennis and, and do all those things that we get to do with every other sport on every sports channel in the country. Right. But apparently the rest of the world is dealing with some of these issues as well. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you take like Australia, for instance, I mean, they've got some young guys that have some talent coming up, so on and so forth. Yeah. So great Britain does, you know, one just got banned last week for, uh, <laughs> drug use. Yes. Which it wasn't a, a well, I don't know. Cocaine perform- short term, maybe. maybe. I don't think he was taking it before matches. I haven't read the details of when he was taking it, but I'm sure he yeah. was not taking it in the locker room. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> sweet. That would be sweet. That, that'd be make more of an audience in tennis. Uh, I've got a new idea for a tournament. But I don't think so. I mean, I'm not putting you on the spot here, but was there anybody in the quarterfinals of Shanghai that was under you know 28? It's just like there's got to be somebody. Like Team and Zara flamed out early. Shapovalov wasn't even in it. Tiafo lost first round. So I'm like, who who are we rooting for that's up and coming? How are we getting younger people to watch tennis? Well, up, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So the court, let's see. <laughs> How about Fagnini with a <laughs> punk shake hand, uh, handshake with Nadal? Yeah. Oh, my God. Nadal, somebody told me about that match, and I said, well, of course Nadal killed him. Nadal hates him, and he's beaten him a few times, so right. Nadal's motivated every time they play. So we had uh, Nadal against uh, Fagnini. So they're about both about 30. Query against Dimitrov. So Dimitrov, I think, is 27, Something, under 30 at yeah. least. Chilich, Steve Johnson. So Steve Johnson's under 30. That's right. He doesn't act like it, but he is. <laughs> uh, uh, Ramos Vinila. I don't even know how old he is, but he's probably Rebecca, in the 20s. what are you doing? <laughs> I can't say these. Ramos uh, Vinoles. He seems to be older. Uh, Jan Leonard Struff. Never heard of him. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Troiki, he's a youngster. Not. Uh, Isner, Del Potro, Zverev, Gio Simone, Gasquet. Yeah, I mean, so even in the whole yeah, draw. That, that, that's a 100-year-old match right there. <laughs> in the How whole about draw. Gasquet and Federer, yeah. average, total I mean, age 78? There's not even players under 25 in the draw, so it's just, I feel like if you weren't in a tennis five years ago, you're not going to be into it now because it's the same people. And I, I you know, listen, I don't, I don't have anything... Necessary. It doesn't bother me that the average age no. of the top whatever is skewed higher. That's not necessarily a problem for right. me. I mean, you know, um, theoretically, you should be smarter, you know, and the strings are helping and the equipment and all that are helping maintain um, some pop on the ball and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, because think about it. Del Potro, when he's 70, he's going to have a bigger forehand than most guys. So, I mean, um, yeah. Well, and I kind of think of it as like, if you think of it in terms of a TV show, Season 10 is usually not as popular as season three of a show. And I feel like we're in season 15 of Federer and all. Like I've, I've kind of seen it. Right. Like American Idol 12. Right. So, you know, at some point a new show has got to come along and maybe, but here's the thing, popular. but here's the thing, you know, people always talk about, 
like I was, I was watching Twitter a little, you know, reading Twitter, whatever you do, yeah. Twitter. How do you, whatever you call observing Browsing. Twitter, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. So, and I'm seeing stuff come up about Kyrgios, and and there may be a, a question by somebody, um, you know, is it good for the game in terms right. of just you know just having that you know reality show factor? Yeah. Uh, no, it is not. Right. I don't want casual fans. Now, casual fans at the Grand Slams are fine because it's the Super Bowl times four of right. our sport. Right. So, you know, when I was at the U.S. Open, I couldn't hardly, you know, it was so packed. It was incredible. Well, and like you said, but probably more than half of those people are not really tennis fans per se. Which is fine because the Grand Slams are a spectacle and um, and you could tell that, you know, inside the stadium all the holler except when the argentinian was in it obviously that's a whole different ball game uh but yeah that's fine but i don't think in terms of the health of the game i don't think casual fans are going to be good i mean they're not going to be bad but right. it's not going to make a difference to the health of the game because wh- what do they really contribute they're not playing probably right uh, i don't think you can have a casual tennis fan that also plays i think automatically by contributing the amount of money they contribute to the industry by being on court I don't think they're a casual fan. Right. Because uh, I don't care about TV ratings. Those will come. If we build the game up from the ground, yeah. the TV ratings will come. Well, I'm always shocked, and I don't know if you have the experience too, but I'm always shocked when I have a, a serious tennis player that I meet and they don't watch tennis. Like that. That's what I can't figure out. So there's some gap in there of tennis players and tennis watchers, and I don't know how to bridge that gap. How much does that matter to you, though? So Because that's been a theme of this podcast, that, yeah. that you get people that play that don't watch or people that watch and don't play, and right. both of them baffle me. But Well, the watching and don't playing, I can understand because people physically aren't able to play or they don't have time. or And by physically, also just it's a hard skill to learn yeah. and getting to the zero to rally right. is a tough transition. So, I mean, that that I understand more than someone who plays and they're developing their game and taking lessons, but you're not going to watch the people that do it the best in the world. Right, exactly. So that's the part I don't, I can't figure out. Yeah, but if you had to take your pick, I would take those. And not yeah. just because you're in the business, but right. for the health of the game. Oh, definitely. More people to me playing matters more than more people watching. Now, it may not matter, obviously, right. to the professional tennis players that are making money off of people watching. True. Um, but, you know, ultimately the more people with a racket in their hand out on the court somewhere, even if they're not taking, you know, lesson packages and, and doing the whole bit, but they're playing, they'll take a lesson here and there, a group or whatever, they'll play in league. So they're contributing to the overall health of the industry. Right. Um, but so what I was saying was though that I don't care about the casual fans because it's the serious fans that not only are psycho about playing the sport because it's, it just does that. It's right. an individual sport. It's kind of like golf in the sense that you hit one good shot or play for us, it's one good point, and you kind of, uh, that'll bring you back. Right. <laughs> I lost 0-1. I have one good game. Right. I'm in. Same way with golf. I go out and play 18 holes. I make good contact where the club doesn't vibrate through every bone in my hand up to my shoulder, and I'm, you know. Uh, I was going to say that takes me more than 18 holes to get yeah, one good shot. But one good shot, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can yeah, do this. and then do that I, every time, and then I'm good. Yeah, and it's it's easy. Um, you know, tennis is, is kind of that way because it's such a technique sport. Right. The people uh, I teach, please don't listen to that. And if you get one good <laughs> shot in my lesson, you're going to just try to do that every time. I have enough people like that. So, But anywho, so the casual fan isn't going to save the game. It's people that are passionate about it. Well, because they're going to pass that along to other people. They're going to be talking about it in front of other people that are casual and maybe make them right. more interested. Well, the casual fan's just going to basically watch when it's on conveniently. Yeah. Um, like the U.S. Open, they're going to watch that. Like right. you said, the Grand Slams. No, but it was it was fun. That's why I came on hot yeah. in the Open t- today is because the level of competition, I think, from start to finish in some of these matches was was very, very high. And it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, you still had the same old, same old result, you know, right. Federer and Nadal in the end of it. But, you know, it just it reinvigorated me and reminded me, oh, yeah, this is an awesome game. <laughs> well, um, that's kind of the only bad thing about it is after the tournament, you're kind of like, well, I didn't really need to watch that. I could have guessed that was going to happen. But it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't diminish no, it not, as you're watching it. Not getting there. Right, well, that's when what it, I mean. You know, because you watch these other matches and you're like, all right, come on. Yeah. You know, Gasquet's really going to, you know, get, you know, <laughs> Give Chilich right. or somebody who's some random, you know, really run for two and two. Son of a. Yeah. 
and then you're mad that you or if it's a you know three out of five sets you're trying to watch three sets and you're like beat down by the time the second well, and i set. feel like that's kind of how the final was it all's been playing so great he's won this many matches in a row you know fetter has been off for a while you know, let's see what happened then it was just the same Blah. yeah Yep. So, anywho, um, so yeah. So, oddly enough, I found you know a little bit of uh, of a hidden gem here in <laughs> Shanghai. Yeah, and uh, and it got me fired up. Even though I watched some of it live, and some of it was you know I'm still finished. I'm finished. I was finishing up my fall season, so I, and we practice at eight in the morning, so I can't <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, and I recorded some, believe yeah. it or not, and. Uh, and I was glad I did. I was glad I did. So, um, I like the tennis. It was good. We there's one good th- tennis in October usually. By the way, I opened the show by saying, "Do you know what has me really fired up?" Yeah, we haven't hit it yet. <laughs> We're going to talk about that when we come back. <laughs> It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. Are you on the edge of your seat? <laughs> Always am. With this you know podcast. what it is, don't you? I don't. I never what? know what's going on in that brain. You sexist son of a bitch. <laughs> so there, so there's a hint. Something women's tennis related. Oh my god. I have no clue. Have you ever heard of the word Tianjin? <laughs> I'm assuming that's a that Chinese uh, <laughs> herbal WTA. remedy, herbal supplement for uh, no WTA tournament site. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> My Maria won her first See, title. I don't have BN. That's the problem. She won her first title Uh-oh. since her doping suspension, or which which I like to call a fraud um, <laughs> perpetrated upon the people of tennis. Yeah. So um, now I could go into how amazing, you know, that is because of the level of the tournament. But I'm sorry, I don't understand how the WTA <laughs> does their tournaments and what means what. So I was going to ask you, like, was there anybody in the top ten that was in this tournament? Well, listen, all right, <laughs> listen. Here's the deal. <laughs> um, first of all, there were two tournaments going on. Can, um, can we please change that system? Oh, Why right. Is there ever right. two tournaments? Eh, in the it doesn't same matter week? anymore. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, all right. So, because I bet they weren't in the same surface. I don't know. That's usually how it goes. Usually one on one on one service, one on another, and then people pick and choose. Well, so it was an international, and I don't even know what that means because you have say. <laughs> one international that was in Tianjin, which she played in, um, and the total prize money was four hundred twenty six thousand. Not a bad payday. Yeah. There's another international going on at the same time in Hong Kong. You wanted to guess what the prize money is? You'd think, oh, 426. It's an, oh, yeah, of course. No, 226. $200,000 <laughs> less. I don't understand. And they don't even classify on there the levels. I'm sure they do somewhere, but. I, I don't know. So a premiere, 790000 Though That's later. That's this week. So that's but like a master's for the ladies. I, I guess. I guess. But there's there's two different levels. There's 226 internationals and 426. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on. Anywho. So there were two mat- two tournaments going on. Well, actually, there's three, but this was the biggest one. Okay. And uh, so, basically, the other the other uh, tournament going on was in Hong Kong. Yeah. And um, Pavliv Pavliachinkova. That's the one. <laughs> uh, she beat Gavrilova. Okay. In three. That's right. I saw Gavrilova beat Brady in the semifinals. I did see that. Okay. Okay. Um, and so again, same level, I guess, but it was smaller. So don't ask me. <laughs> uh, so in this one, uh, Sharapov, who was a wild card, she beat uh, Sabalenka. Oh God! <laughs> right. So, but that was in the finals. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, listen, but but it was a higher rated tournament. So that's not her fault. No. So she played. So anyway, but here's the thing: the um, it was a great tournament for that girl. Yeah, no kidding. She probably just made a ton of money. Like on the on the WTA site, it just has a a, 
uh, outline drawing of her <laughs> where Sharapova's got her picture. It's got her, you know, linked to her chocolate yeah. uh, <laughs> company or whatever. And poor Sabalenka has nothing. But she was 102 in the world, so obviously she was not seated, but she made it through. They upgrade is, their website. How do they not have a picture of the 102 in the world? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, she'll break in the top 100 now. Well, so Sharapova in the clear to get directly into the Australian right, Open. Right. Uh, so she will don't not have, have that to. nonsense anymore. No more wild cards. Uh, and guess what? She's probably going to do well as long as she stays away from Serena. Maybe. <laughs> or this is her one chance. I was going to say, maybe playing her in the first round. I don't know how being pregnant helps. I, I don't know if that protects your ranking. I would imagine it does. I would imagine it's similar they to... They must have something in there for that. Out a long time. Yeah, you would think so. Um, but I mean, you know, so it wasn't exactly a uh, power-packed uh, field here for sure. Um, Who was the one seed? The one seed, I don't know, because they pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> so you got me. Um, yeah, so the, the uh, let's see. Withdrawals, Garcia. She okay. withdrew. So, so she, she was the one. Player. Kavita was the, Kavitova was the two. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so we're not talking about, you know, nothing. Um, and Kavitova really honored her two seed by losing in the first <laughs> round. To the number three thousand, no, <laughs> well, that's to, kind of uh, her mo. Either either make it to the final feast, or the first round, feast or famine. Um, so I mean, yeah, it wasn't a horrific tournament, and like I said, it was a big one, an international, whatever that means. Um, well, what's interesting, we talked about tennis not being that big in America. How how are they getting tennis to be so popular in China? Because there are no Chinese men whatsoever, and there's probably two women in the top fifty. So what is drawing them in that's not drawing us in? One point five billion <laughs> people, so they can get the same percentage of people, with just being a lot more. Yeah, there's only so many spots available. Well, in world a lot rankings. Sports there too. Obviously, they're not having football uh, and yeah. Well, it's baseball. Same. They have baseball and basketball. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, what I mean by in terms of how much how many they play, I guess same thing. Watch or play doesn't matter, but right. But yeah, I guess you're right. The bigger it's a bigger audience, so that's why they want to get it big in China. Yeah, and I would imagine it is pretty big. I mean, that was a lovely arena. Right? Did you see, it had like that, like, like uh, I saw nothing. evil. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a cave closing, like of an evil villain in a movie, <laughs> where it kind of like spiraled in and closed yeah. in some kind of a weird. Um, so, anywho, so yeah, so Ma Maria is a champion again. Yes. Um, and so I am hoping for a Serena one seed with a protected ranking. I don't know if that's, I don't know how it all works. Right. And I'm hoping she gets Maria in the first round because <laughs> that's Maria's only shot. Yeah. Maybe. I Except they then to, if she loses and her ranking stays. I thought they used to be friends. It, weren't they? Was it Dimitrov? Was that the whole thing? Is that where it went off the rails Maybe for those so. two? Maybe so. I don't really I know. know she's th- really good friends with Wozniacki. Serena and Wozniacki are friends for whatever reason. Huh. I, I thought her and Sharapova were at one point, but uh, but I didn't read Sharapova's book, so how would I know? <laughs> um, Can you believe that, Maria? I thought this whole podcast was a vehicle to. Not until I meet Maria. her. Not until I meet her. No, that's not, not happening. So, anyway, so yeah, so I guess all that has got me excited, and that was <laughs> it. So, what a dud that ended up being. I thought you'd be more <laughs> excited for me. Um, it, yeah. it is better for tennis. I will say, talk about ways to make tennis more popular. It's better for tennis when she's doing well. And I think this this drug stuff, let it go. She did her time, man. Right. And it's not that egregious of a thing. She wasn't shooting up no. with human growth hormone before matches. I don't even know if that would help. But, <laughs> you know, so she she was taking a substance that was, that was not banned right. the month before. Um, well, what we're seeing now that she's not been on it for a year, she just won a tournament. So obviously it wasn't the reason she was winning. Right. She's right. still winning without it. Yeah. Uh, my argument's always, particularly in a sport, an individual sport where you're the only one that, you know, that you can rely on for recovery. You right. know, if you're, if you're putting your body back together week to week, yeah. then that is an unfair advantage. But you know what? Who knows, man? Because if everybody's cheating, nobody's cheating. So who knows who's out there cheating? Well, and I would like to know if that, if it was ever documented, like to the WTA, that she was taking that, oh, I mean, if I they knew know. she was taking, because it wasn't illegal, so you know, oh, beforehand, right, right, you had to claim it or whatever. Yeah, yeah good point, good point. Listen, you're just full of good points <laughs> or something. All right, now I texted you. 
probably Monday. <laughs> so it's Sunday. We record yes. on Sunday. So it's almost a week. Yes, you've maintained your excitement. You have not responded to that text still. I'd really like you to just take out your phone and respond right now so I don't feel like such an asshole. That's 100% false. I don't believe anything he's saying. So I texted you something uh, funny just happened. And I don't know if it's funny as as much as it is uh, alarming. No, <laughs> alarming is too strong of a word. That's too strong of a word. I responded and I said, we don't share the same taste in comedy. Well, well listen, <laughs> I think possibly also this might be the case. That maybe it just shows you that the podcast is growing. Yes. And we are um, catching the watchful eye of some people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we got recently, I don't know, again, this is Twitter, <laughs> so I don't know words right. or things on Twitter. I don't know. Things just come up on my phone. I read them. If they have a girl in a bikini, I click <laughs> on it and then and go from there. his phone shuts down constantly. <laughs> exactly. First of all, first of all, a fan tweeted an answer to our question about the backless shirt. Have you researched that? You piece of shit. Of course you didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. I couldn't sleep. I didn't need to, though. I didn't need to research was. it because amazing fans did. Dominic Herbati. Wow. Yeah. That's going back a long way. Well, it, listen. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So anyway, so it, and that's exactly who I thought it was. I just couldn't remember the name. Um <laughs> You know, what's rattling around in my brain there. When I um, hear her body, that's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you remember. I mean, he was you know one of those journeyman right. j- journeyman type players. And uh, Probably I top guess. Probably 20 at one time, maybe. Top 30. Yeah, why sure. not? So, let me. Here's a picture of it. So, by the way, you fan. So, basically, he looks like. It looks like somebody cut out a bra on the back of his shirt. <laughs> but why was he wearing that? He wasn't playing. He was playing. There's his oh, he's still on the tour now? No, 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 no. This was years ago. Oh, okay. Remember, we were talking about the ridiculous outfit right. um, that Fila was terrible. Yeah. And then that got me off track on the most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever worn was right. this ridiculous shirt um, with the, the, it looked like boobs cut out of the back. It's so <laughs> weird. Um, and anywho, so his response was, eh, they paid me to wear it. I wore it. Right. Um, good for you. Which, I mean, I think we can relate to that. There's a lot of stuff we would probably wear if we're getting paid yeah. five or six um, figures. I have a podcast with you, okay? <laughs> I don't do that it's for my health. wearing a backless uh, shirt. So, anywho, so his sponsor was Lotto. Okay. The world-famous um, tennis uh, outfitter. So, anyway, so that was good. So, all those people that were waiting, you know, that don't know how to use Google. <laughs> um, thanks to the fan out there. You know who you are. I don't know what the rules are on saying stuff about people on, so I don't. So I don't know. So I'll just leave it there. But yeah. So nice. Now I bring up that to bring up this in the same uh, set of twits tweets. <laughs> we made a comment, and it got back to the person we made the comment or the group we made the comment about. Uh oh. USCA? No, God, I wish. Those sons of bitches. Oh, I wish. I was getting excited. Then you had me on the edge of my seat. Oh, no. That'd be fun. No, no. Better. I think better. (laughs) Well, not really, but maybe. So, Fila Tennis. Oh, God. Took exception. (laughs) (laughs) This is exciting. And (laughs) the same person that tweeted about Dominic Herbati also tweeted out uh, it seems like a defense of <laughs> some of the athletes that uh, wear Fila, and Fila Tennis liked the reply. So uh, the guy took a shot at us for our uh, demeaning Fila, and Fila Tennis said, yeah, you go. Let me just say, I didn't say anything bad about it. Oh, I would go to the well, tapes. Let's go to the tapes. <laughs> now, upon further review, and listen, Fila has not sent me any money. They're not a sponsor, and I don't care. <laughs> But they do have some good stuff, but I, the only person I've seen wear it is uh, Canadian Clark Kent. Well, so that's what I said. And I got a text from another fan that said, hey, dumbass, he doesn't wear Fila. He doesn't? No. He did. That's what I thought, but I couldn't find any record of him ever wearing Fila. Oh, son of a bitch. So, 
No wonder they were mad at us. <laughs> we're crediting them. Well, what else. does he wear then? He wears New Balance, apparently. Oh, yeah. That's right. The other one. All right. <laughs> I retract that statement, Fila. New Balance yes. is the we, worst gear uh, we in love, tennis. We love Fila. We should sponsor our show. You know what? Actually, it's funny because they go way back with tennis, you yeah. know? I mean, it's been... Um, I remember in high school, and that was, you know, back when they invented high school. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not that old, right. really. So, Fila... Um, we, uh, now I'm not going to apologize for my thoughts about Fila. I'm going right. to apologize for not realizing can't, I can't read my N's <laughs> and my F's. I don't know those very well yet. So is new balance, right? So tweet at me, new balance, tennis, bring it because yeah. your stuff is awful. Fila, you're lovely. I apologize profusely <laughs> for mixing up, uh, between, I will well, say new balance shoes are nice. Like they on are. your feet. Like on your feet. I don't know how, how they look. That's a whole separate issue. Well, and here's my thing about, and I'm not, you know, uh, sucking up to Nike and Adidas, but Nike, you know what their symbol is. Adidas, you know what their symbol is. You know, what? what's Fila's symbol? The F in a box. What's wrong with you? But I'm like, that's I not, know that. That's not really, and then the New Balance is NB. I'm like, you got to get, we got to get a little more creative with those companies. <laughs> well, I agree. Uh, New Balance. No, no, no. Listen. The mistake I made was thinking that Fila, New Balance was Fila, and I was incorrect. <laughs> right. So our picture of what New Balance, what the gear looked like was right. terrible. We ju- I just had the wrong company. Yeah. And you can't hardly see the logo from on TV. I see both of them as like a Northeast like country club, like polos. Like I feel, I feel like they've got their niche with that, whereas... Adidas is more of like an everyman. Nike's more of they have the the upper scale and the lower scale. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, they have a tournament Henley. What? <laughs> look at look at this. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> Roundage. Come on, dude. Oh, here we're gonna get tweeted at New Balance Tennis. Come next on. Week. Hey, it's their own fault. Okay, I have an opinion. All right, it's America. If yeah. You so send us some samples. We can review them. Let me show you Fila Tennis. All right. Yeah. Much better. See the F. Come on, dude. Look at that. That guy's cool on the website. <laughs> Look at that. Look at her. Oh, damn. Um, that's not tennis. But uh, yeah, so Fila is cool, again, because we say, uh, and it's New Balance that we thought looked ridiculous, and uh, well, I stand by it. <laughs> well, and looks, this based on that website, we just went to the Fila website, and it Fila looks like more like the casual tennis player, I meaning they're going to play tennis and then go out, you know, and go hang out at the movies or something, whereas... Is that what they do? I don't know. Is that what they do after they do these days? Is that what they do after they go play tennis? They go to the movies. I'm just saying. I'm not seeing playing a hardcore tennis match. We're in some of the stuff I'm looking at right now. No, it's lovely. (laughs) I'd watch a hardcore tennis match. We're watching some of this stuff. Good God Almighty, not him. Um, (laughs) Look at that skirt. That's lovely. Come on, you'd wear that. Oh yeah. Uh, So yeah. So uh, tennisfila.com. Tweet whatever you are. I stand corrected. It's New Balance. It's awful. I hope y'all aren't friends, and if you are, don't tell them. <laughs> so we're going to retweet um, our show to Fila Tennis. We should. Yeah. We should. With an apology yeah. by me. <laughs> y'all jump. I think y'all jumped on them, too, though. Well, I I was the one that said that Roundich wore Fila, so I was definitely wrong about that. All right, good. I'll blame that on you, then. <laughs> so, anywho, so, yes, yeah, so, but still, I mean, that just shows you the reach now of our show that right. uh, major I don't know major but manufacturer probably worldwide they're major uh, manufacturers um, <laughs> you're are not, you're not helping yourself <laughs> paying attention to what uh, the, minor, well, listen, the minor manufacturer feel well well I say that because I don't want to be you know America Americano centric or right. whatever you know like because I don't you know other places have other stuff yeah I mean obviously Nike is well, like worldwide said, Lotto there's not much Lotto here but it's big in Europe right and Diodora has tennis, but their their right. their soccer is what they came from, and we don't play much soccer. Yeah, I mean, Rebecca's not here to correct us and all this apparel stuff, but that's good. That's definitely not my good. Uh, my forte. Nobody knows we're wrong. <laughs> um, no, but the, but yeah. So uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the market share is, Fila wise, like where it's at. Like I don't even know where it's based. But back to my Italy, point, probably if the Fila logo was more prominent. Stop we would have it. known that that was Fila, that that wasn't Fila. You mean that giant NB <laughs> on his chest and on his big four hundred size shoe, Shaq size yeah, shoe? Right. Yeah, maybe it's just because we don't want to watch around it, so that's why we never really knew. Wait a minute, what? 
<laughs> what? Tweet at uh, It was Charlie. founded in Italy in 1911, and it's now in Seoul, South Korea. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. There you go. We're learning new stuff. Bila Korea Company Limited. Mm-mm-mm. Anywho, so... Uh, yeah, there you have it. So, Fila, uh, we apologize. <laughs> yes. And they're tweeting us, which we're gaining uh, worldwide, even for, for the wrong reasons, but we're gaining... Uh, Any, any publicity is good publicity. That's what they say. That's curious, <laughs> apparently. They love them. So, yeah. anything else in the world of tennis that we didn't get to? No, I, don't, I think we covered everything like we always do. We talked about women and men. Yeah. Although, like you, like you said, you don't have BNs. So I didn't watch much women either. No, I, I guess maybe that... It, it's got to be gaining viewers, so maybe I'll get it eventually. My bill's pretty expensive, so I should be getting it already, but I guess I'm not. Well, I mean, ESPN's having its own problems, and right. don't don't please don't tweet ESPN. <laughs> oh no, no, please do actually. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. Please yeah. do. Um, at some point, it's kind of like hockey, you know, because hockey went on strike years ago, right? And it went from. Fox Sports and everything else to the outdoor channel. So you'd watch some show about hunting hogs and then a hockey game would come on and then you'd go to some pheasant right, hunting show. Or um, and so they fought their way out of that and you know have graduated to NPC Sports, which does a good job, I think. Yeah. Um, and then now, we're, um, not World Cup. <laughs> Great job, U.S. Men's <laughs> National Team. So there you go. We're so, as good in soccer as we are in There you go. I was about to say, wait a second. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. So, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Well, I think they are trying to help build the BN network as opposed to the other way around. Whereas, like, you know, NHL, that was the best they could get. Women's tennis could obviously be on the tennis channel if they wanted to be, but they chose to go to this maybe smaller network. Well, no. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, hockey fought its way out. They're now on that. Also, on NBC Sports is the English Premier League, right? Which is gaining popularity. Yeah. Probably to the the destruction of tennis, but whatever. <laughs> Fight that battle down the road. Um, but what's what's got to happen for the American fans to get on board is for ESPN, the Ocho, any of the ESPNs. Because right. once you do that, you got ESPN, <laughs> yeah. you know, three or right. whatever the Watch ESPN app, which there's a lot of that already. But if they would just you know make a deal with the WTA and the uh, ATP, then boom, we'd be in business. Well, and I think it's the same thing. I hate when there's a match on that tennis fans could be watching, but they don't have access. It's the same with this podcast. We try to make it available to all platforms, you know, just because we want more people to be able to listen to it. Not, we know everybody's not going to listen to it. Everybody's not going to watch a tennis match, but we want them to be able to if they want to. Well, it's interesting you say that, Corey. What <laughs> platforms do we have? Are you? Do you remember? I'm not let, you're not cheating either. Uh-oh. I'm not letting you look. I know we have Android, and I know we have... Uh, well, there's no Android app. So we have... iTunes. Obviously iTunes. Right. Tune in. Okay. And Stitcher. There you go. How about that? Big time. But if you have an Android, you can listen to us. Through Stitcher yeah. or TuneIn. Right. Which, well, that's what I mean. So just because, like, I have a TV, but I can't watch BN, that's, to me, that's a problem. If I was a great match on and I'm a tennis fan, I need to be able to watch that. Right. I'm going to get rid of DirecTV. So they got to get some kind of collective uh, agreement with uh, a bigger network. Well, it, it's got, listen, ESPN's only going to spend the money if they find feel like it's, it's worth it. Right. And the way it's going to be worth it is places like public tennis centers accepting their role and digging in and getting into the community and growing this game through grassroots. Bottom-up or top-down approach. Right. They both have to happen. We have to get more pros, but we also have to take care of what we should be doing, USTA should be doing, and focused on grassroots. Tweet us, USTA. <laughs> tweet at us. If uh, if you're all your company gear is FILA, especially, tweet to us, please. Um, so, anywho... Well, I was uh, excited to be excited about the offseason there, Corey. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect that. Yeah, it's good. So we got a little more uh, little more tennis this year. Well, listen, and we have – it's going to drag me in. The yeah. championship, the year-end, whatever, whatever thing they're called, it's going gonna, it's gonna to drag me in. And I'm mad about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm mad about it. Well, because I wish it was tomorrow, not in right. four weeks. Right, exactly. So uh, – but when it comes back around, we'll – you know, after we – you know struggle through the next couple of weeks of the tennis desert <laughs> right um looking for drops of water to talk about um then we'll get to that and we'll be fired up and then guess what 
It was chilly outside today. You know what that means? Uh, indoor tennis. January is almost here. <laughs> it's go. getting close. It's <laughs> inching, inching, inching it's closer. It's almost summer in, in Australia, so. Right. Another shrimp on that bobby. Uh, so, anywho. All right. all right. Well, I think that's it for uh, this week. And uh, don't forget, listen, you just, I don't remember which ones they were, but we just gave you all the platforms. <laughs> uh, there's Stitcher or something. Hey, there, there's one. iTunes. I've learned now. Uh, so, uh, tell your friends. If they have an Android and you're still friends with them, good for you. Um, if they're tell, wearing Fila. Listen, tell them to switch. No, New Balance is who we hate. Right. If we, they're wearing New Balance, don't tell them about this podcast. We like Fila now. Again, <laughs> we didn't realize we did, but we do. And uh, New Balance. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, tell all your friends, spread the word. Get on your Facebook and your Twitter and do that stuff for me. Yes. Okay? Because I read the Twitter things. There's There's fans that are saying, there's all kinds of people saying stuff. But I don't know what the hell. I don't know what to do with it. I just look at it. I, I'm scared yeah. if I touch something, I'm gonna send like a bad word or a naked picture I have on my phone somewhere <laughs> to like you know a senator or something. It, I just don't want any part of it. Anything beyond browsing is more than we can do. It's pretty much it is, and that's uh, that's my fault. I mean, I work around college tennis players. I should get lessons about this right. stuff, but I, I don't. Um, so do the dirty work for us, would you? If there's if there's some kind of a tweet or something, I think we send stuff out. I don't know. <laughs> I do it through the, our back end website right. that for our that that holds our podcast or whatever. I, I don't even know what those words are. However, you found us, help somebody else find us. The same. That's way. the way. <laughs> that's the way. Because I don't think this steal reaching in their bag and getting their phone on changeovers. I don't think that's having the results. Probably. It's, as fast as we want, anyway. Um, Probably not. We need to switch up our marketing strategy. Yes. <laughs> Walking around the country, stealing phones and putting it in. It's not as effective as I thought it would be. Uh, so, yeah, retweet it and uh, whatever it is, the Facebook thing you do. And if you're getting a billion things from me, I'm just hitting buttons. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to be blowing your phone up with all these tweets and Facebook things, and that's really all I use. I do have a, a Tennis Revolution Instagram account, but I have no earthly idea how send to, in your tennis photos we'll put them on instagram i guess <laughs> i don't know why not i don't even know how you do that email either, it somebody will i don't even remember our email address <laughs> jesus tennis revolution podcast at gmail.com sure is that right try that out we'll you see. think so if it comes back to yeah. you it's not that all right so try try something else just wing it just keep typing in random words. no i'm sorry all, check uh, that tennis revolution pod Okay. Why couldn't I add four more letters? Somebody else had that. They, they, they're they going to sell it to you later. Probably once we not. get big. Tennis Revolution Pod. Apparently, that's the hip way of saying podcast. You just say pod. Um, tennis Revolution Pod at gmail.com. Send in your thoughts and your, you know, whatever. And, and uh, spread the word digitally however you do that because I could use the help. And let's uh, let's keep growing this thing. Sounds good to me. I think we need more comedians because that's our biggest episode by far. It is, yeah. By far. So. I, mean, I thought we had two every week, but I guess not. Exactly. So, all right. Well, until next time, everybody, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Maria, congrats. <laughs>